How many of y'all believe you're a part of God's vision? This is his vision. <laughs> this is his vision. Right here. He's doing something in here, y'all. He's doing something in the hearts of us in here. Yes, he is. He, he's been trying to do this for centuries. If my people, yeah, called by my name, would humble themselves, shakab, and bow their knees, he said he would heal our land. Wow. So much was said. This is his vision, God's vision. A vision has to have substance. Faith, the evidence of things not seen. In the natural. But it's faith. His vision is faith. That's why he has to have prophecy. It is truly already done. Man. Man. We have a lot of mothers in here. And they've had babies, a lot of them. Not all. But even if you're a female, you still, you still, you still are a mother. That's how, he, that's how he made you. Just haven't brought forth yet, but you are. So, teacher, I'm not going to be long. But how, how do you know that you are a believer? So, when a child is born, What is a sign that that child is alive? It cries. Okay, it breathes. It cries and it breathes. But for nine months, its feeding was from his mother. Nine months. It was incubating in there, correct? How do you know that you are a believer? So, it's born. So when it's born, what does it crave? What does the baby crave? Nourishment. Food. It needs the food to sustain itself. So, 
when you're born again, what is the sign that you are born again? What? What? You're hungry for what? So how many of you actually are born again? Because a sign that you are born again, the only nourishment that that newborn spirit or reborn spirit needs is the word. It craves the word. It cries if it can't get to the word. This is why he said, he used the analogy that you are born again now of the spirit. This is why we're still babes in Christ. See, a babe in Christ still to be fed. And if it can't get to the feeding, what happens to that baby? So when you're malnourished, what happens when you're malnourished? Your body eats itself. Many of you eating and devouring one another. Real simple, ain't it? Just some food for thought. I know, TJ. I, I know. I hear you. But we, I'm just going to let you know just a little something. Are you hungry? Or are you just full? See, when, you, when you're hungry, you come for the word. You come to get fed. That's a sign that you know that, that's, that you're a new believer, that you are, excuse me, a believer. Because there's a continuous feeding on the word of God. So if you just go through your day and the word doesn't, you don't desire, you don't hunger. I want to know, are you really born again? Because that's a sign that. You're born again because you desire now to feed just like that infant does. Can I get some word? What you got? You got a six pack? I'm going to Costco to get some word. Get it in a bundle. How hungry are you? <laughs> now I'm going to ask you all again. How hungry are you? Y'all tired. They tired. We don't worship. We pray. We tired. You should worship and pray. Then you should be ready for the word. You should be. You should be. Well, you just poured out. So now you need to be filled. Well, what fills you? Time. Your schedule. Everything we do at Walkerman, it is by design. I don't make up anything and nothing happens like that. God has taken us through the wilderness. We're on our way to Shemayim, heaven. So the messages that y'all get are poignant. They're right to the point of what God is trying to say. So uh, I showed two people tonight and it says right here, don't stop 
praying. That's the title for tonight. Don't stop praying. Intercessor. You can hear from God. So God is saying, don't stop praying, but you don't know why. Y'all ready to go home? You said so much right there. Y'all got to stop, y'all. Y'all got to stop. Don't do the cliches. I'm I'm just got a a couple of series of questions. I'm going to make it. Y'all just let me do it. Question. This is important. He wouldn't give it to me if it's not. But he needed that first. So that will back up what I got here. Now you need to see it unfold. So you're not wasting time. Okay? You are if you fasted today. I did. I'm hungry right now. I got a question. I got a series of questions. Does God have all power? Mm-hmm. Does God, God, God have all power? Now, for him to release that power, we need to pray. Don't answer this question. I want you all to think about this. This question, the first one. Do we bother God enough to get him to release prayer or the power of prayer? Do we bother him enough? Some people think we do. Y'all know in Luke chapter 18, the unjust judge and kept asking him. And he said, yeah, go ahead. Right. So do we bother him so that we'll get something? That's what we think. Hmm. We should understand that the principle of that story is this. But God is not the unjust judge. He's the just. He's the just. So you don't have to keep. Or do you? Okay, I'm going to show you all some things today real quick. You pour it out. You should be you should be now. We got to replace that. With the word. When we pray, are we trying to talk to God or are we trying to talk God into something? When we pray, are we trying to talk God into something? Some of us do. Does God require a certain amount of prayer for a certain situation? Just ask him. Do we earn answers to our prayer? Do we earn answers to our prayer? So let's talk about it. God has deposited his power in us. This is extremely important to understand this. All right. I'm going to say it one more time. God has deposited his power in us. It's going to go right, right along with everything y'all saw tonight and experienced tonight. Okay. When you understand this point of prayer, you will become a person of prayer. I guarantee you. Because this will help you understand how and why we pray and why we keep on praying. Because that's a question, too, sometimes. 
ain't it? There it is. Do I stop? I got, a qu- I got something. So before we go to Ephesians, let's, let's go to Luke 24, and we got to do this fast. I, I don't have that much time. I'm going to condense this. In the spirit. 2449. Luke chapter 24 at verse 49. Mm -hmm. It so reads, And behold, I will send forth upon you what my father has promised, but remain in the city, Jerusalem, until you are clothed with power from on high. Acts 18 and 1. I'll cut it short. And you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost says what? Come upon you. Okay? So you're going to have power deposited in you when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Ephesians 3.20. New King James. And Amplified, of course. Go ahead. In the New King James Bible, it so reads, Now to him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think. Stop. Now unto him that what can do, was able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can ask or think. Okay? Follow me. Now watch this. Now read it again one more time, minister. Now unto him mm-hmm. who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, mm-hmm. above all that we ask or think. Go ahead. According to the power that works in us. According to the power that works in us. Y'all going to get this. Wait this. Wait this. It's amazing how the Holy Spirit structured this whole verse. Minister, you have, to un- you, you, you have to understand that he could have left it right there. He could have left it. I give you all power. But yet he added three adverbs in there. Didn't he? Exceedingly, abundantly, and above. He could have just left it out in that verse. And the verse meant the same thing. He said all. Ain't that right? Okay. All right. Follow me. Now to him who is able to do all. Hmm. All. That we ask or think. He's able to do all. That we ask or we think. What's all? All is all, right? Okay. Apparently the Holy Spirit didn't think that that description of the Godhead was adequate enough. So he put the word above in front of the word all. Follow me. Now unto him who is able to do above all. Question, how do you 
how do you do above? Uh, I mean, how do you do above all? All is all. So how do you do above all? Ain't that what it says? Hold on. Hold on. Then the Holy Spirit said, that doesn't do it either. To him who is able to do abundantly above all. (laughs) That we could ask or think. We've been talking about thinking, right? Ask or think. Then the Holy Spirit said, but still that doesn't. Describe the father enough. It doesn't describe the father either. To him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can ask or think. This is truly an amazing verse right here. Once you think about it in the right understanding. Okay. So. Is God able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we think? Okay, here's my question. Then why doesn't he? Mm. <laughs> okay, just follow me. Watch this. So why doesn't he do it? So why in this life, my situation, my marriage, my family, if God is able, Why doesn't he do it? The last phrase tells it all. That's right. According to the power that worketh in you. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. Or the power that resides in you. Oh, y'all going to change. Y'all ain't ready. According to the power that he has deposited in us. The word accordingly in the Greek is kata. It denotes measurement. It means to measure out beyond measure or to distribute or distribution. Okay? Kata. According. So you didn't think that according? No, it means a measure. Here's a a real question. How much of God's power are you measuring out to your family? How much power are you distributing to your situation? Mm -hmm. How much power are you distributing or, or are you complaining? Complaining does the opposite. Opposite complaining is void. To God. It's void of power. So with all your complaining about your situation, your spouse and all this, look what you're doing. It's void of power. Okay. All right. Okay. How much power are you distributing to that circumstance that you need God to do his work in? Oh, y'all know I'm right in there, right out the ballpark. Is it possible that God has already done his part and deposited his power in us and now we measure it out or distribute it out that power? Mm-hmm. It's up to you. Can I keep going, teacher? 
Okay, watch. Watch this. God's unlimited in power. Watch this. God's unlimited power is limited to our prayers. Y'all didn't get that. Okay. God's unlimited power is limited to our prayers. God has all power, but he is, but he's limited. His, his, he's, he's limited. His, how can I say this? But he's unlimited. He, 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 God is all power, right? But his unlimited power is limited in your life by your prayers. He said, I've given you all above exceedingly. Okay, abundantly. Like all won't enough. All with God is all. Okay, mm -mm. okay. All right, hold on, hold on. Here we go. Y'all watch, y'all watch. Okay, okay. Here's another question. My question is, I'm going, my question is, am I going to measure it out to my family, to my situation? What must, what, this is number, that was number one was the first question I had with y'all, right? The first one was, God has distributed his power in us, right? That was the first statement I made. This is number two. We must replace power through prayer. Oh, excuse me, not replace, release. Sorry. We must release his power through prayer. The way we release God's deposited power is through prayer. Y'all, y'all saw, y'all didn't see it tonight. You didn't see what was happening here. Okay. And that's why I got to say, Jesus used this analogy uh, of a river. And I want, to, I want you to think about how wide is your river? Is it gushing out like a river or is it trickling? Go to John 7. Mm -hmm. Oh, Jesus. Go to John 7. John 7, 37 through 39. I'm going to help y'all with something here. Don't go along with what y'all experience. John chapter 7 at verse 37. On the last day, the great, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. But this he spoke concerning the Spirit, whom those believing in him would receive. Mm. For the Holy Spirit was not yet given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. Okay. So this is an eight-day feast in Jerusalem, right? For seven days they prayed for living water. It's, this right here is based on two Old Testament prophecies. Remember when Moses spoke to the rock one time and he hit, he struck the rock one time, right? The point is water came out of the rock. Who's the rock? Okay. 
And that always refers uh, to living water when, when you in the Jewish part. So go right here. Go to Zechariah. Let me show you this. I gave you one. Now I'm going to give you the other one. Go to Zechariah 14, 8. Zechariah chapter 14 and verse 8. I told you two promises. Come on. And in that day it shall be that living waters shall flow from Jerusalem, half of them toward the eastern sea, and half of them toward the western sea. In both summer and winter it shall occur. Wow. It said waters shall flow out of Jerusalem. He's at the feast. <laughs> this is prophesying that God is going to flow living water out of Jerusalem. Listen, again. Old Testament, then it's prophesying that he's going to do it again. He did it with Moses. Now he's going to do it again. Okay? Now watch this. So they would gather in Jerusalem for eight days, an eight-day feast. On the seventh day, they prayed for living water from heaven. And on the eighth day, they prayed for rain. Right? That's what they did. Okay, see, Elder, I know you're talking, and you know what I'm talking about. It goes, it, it, it goes to pray. They, they go to pray for rain, right? They, they, and it's okay. But they went about it the wrong way. Watch this. I said seven days they prayed for living water to come from heaven. The eighth day they prayed for rain. But they, they prayed the wrong way. Okay, watch this. What they did in essence were they were going to pray for living water. But if we can't get living water... Then we'll take the natural water. Mm. At this feast, many of the Jews were actually drunk and committing immoral acts. Mm -hmm. After the praying for seven days. They were praying for seven days for living water. Jesus stands in Solomon's court or Palisade, Palisade, he stood in there and he said, I am the living water. Where did Jesus come from? They were praying seven days for water, living water to come from heaven. Where did Jesus come from? Heaven. He is the living water. <laughs> yeah, y'all know the word. Y'all got to know his word. Listen, so. He says, I'm your answer prayer. I'm your answer prayer. They've been praying for seven years. They've been praying for years. They've been keeping the feast for years. They, they've been praying for living water. They gathered every year and prayed for living water. And Jesus says he was, listen, Jesus says he who believes in me, if you're, if you, if you're thirst, he said, if you thirst, come and drink of me. I am the water. Then Jesus made this statement. The one who believes in me out of their, look, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. He said, this is he who spoke of the spirit. Remember, you shall receive power 
when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And what is the Holy Spirit going to do? He's going to flow out of your heart. And he is going to give you power. My question is, how much power is flowing out of you? He said, I'm going to give you all power. I'm going to give it to you abundantly, above all. Anything you can imagine, dream of. That's now deposited in you. My question, how much power is flowing out of you? But you have to believe that God deposited the Holy Spirit in you. Yeah? Is it possible that you have your hand on the faucet? Of God's power in your life. So when you turn the hot water on. And we'd be waiting. And waiting. And waiting. How many of y'all ever had hot water like that? It's hot, cold. Okay. I turned the hot on. I'm waiting. Hmm. I'm waiting. My God. And no hot water. And no hot water. What do you do? What do you do when there's no hot water coming? You turn it off. You absolutely ain't nothing coming. You turn it off, right? Then you go and trust that hot cold water. Wait a minute. Okay. Are you wrong? Right? You turn it off. You turn it off, right? Guess when you turn it off? You turn it off right before it turns hot. You turn it off right before it turns hot. Usually that is, when it does come, oh, it's real hot. Mm, mm, mm. That's what we do with our prayers. That's what we do with our prayers. We stop. Right before the angel arrives with the answer. You turn it off. You shut up. Teacher, this is so important. This is so important. That water on that spigot, if you leave it on and walk away, guess what's going to happen? It's going to turn hot. But you got to let it, you got to leave it on. You got to leave it on, right? Why did Elijah pray seven times? For something God said was going, that he was going to do. Why did Elijah pray seven times if God said he was going to do it? Okay. God had already said he was going to do it, right? But he prayed seven times. Was he releasing the power to fulfill the word of God in his life? It's going to turn hot. Mm -mm. Okay, hold on. I'm going to be almost finished. Hold on. Watch this. Why did Daniel pray for 21 days? 
Go to Daniel so we can just see it real quick. Go to Daniel 10. Two and three. New King James. Quick, quick. I'm going to get it out. We're going to be done. Yep. Daniel chapter 10 and verse 2. Mm-hmm. In those days, I, Daniel, was mourning three full weeks. I ate no pleasant food. Mm. No meat or wine came into my mouth, nor did I anoint myself at all. He didn't take a bath. I'm sure some other people mourning around him too. <laughs> he didn't take, he didn't anoint himself. He didn't wash. You go three weeks. <laughs> okay. You, you got three finished? Till three whole weeks. Look at that. Were fulfilled. Were fulfilled. Drop down, drop down the 12. Verse 12. Then he said to me, do not fear, Daniel, for from the first day that you set your heart to understand and to humble yourself before God, your words were heard. And I have come because of your words. The first time my granddaughter wrote down on that piece of paper for her stepmother to be nice, be safe, all these things. For the first time that she wrote and kept writing and kept praying. And a little child shall lead them. Oh, y'all, y'all not going to get it. This is, why we, this is why we had to do this tonight. Now listen to this. That angel said, the first day you prayed, I left heaven with the answer. The first day I prayed. I left with the answer. Why did he pray? Why did he keep praying 21 days? Okay. I left heaven when you answered me. He told you that right in the word. Y'all not reading the word. I left heaven, but there's a war in the spiritual realm. But my prayer was heard the first time I prayed. He heard you the first time. Now you're seeing it manifest. So y'all don't get it. Mm-mm. Said I left from heaven the moment you prayed. I had the answer. But there's a war in the heavenlies. And it withstood him for 21 days. You, 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 y'all, y'all missing it. Y'all missing it. No, listen to this. There's a war in the heavenly ministers. All right. All right. Heard you the first time. Is there anything too hard? No. You don't believe it because you keep doing it as a cliche and you don't even believe it. Because you would still be praying. No, you don't. No, you don't. Y'all better stop moving in your own will. 
God cannot lie. John, he absolutely cannot lie. See, that's a change of prayer life right there. That's a change of prayer life. This whole thing going to change your prayer life if y'all actually get it. So what would have happened? If he had stopped on day 20. No, it's still hot. It's not hot yet. It's not hot. But there's a war in heaven. Y'all hear me, Ryan and Keisha? There's a war in heaven. He already answered your request. But you forget there's a war in heaven. And he said, I heard him and I left from heaven. Where was Daniel? He was on the earth. Oh, shoot. Y'all going to get this thing. Y'all going to get this thing. Woo. How many of y'all stopped praying? This is very important. This is a very important story. How many of y'all stopped praying? For us in the book of Daniel, I got, I got a question for you right here. How much of the work of salvation is done? I love the way you answered that. All of it. Mm. She said, all of it. And you're absolutely right. It has been done. Mm. Now, it might not be done in some of y'all life. No, no, no. Some, the salvation, the work is already done, but it might not be in your life. Not all of it. Y'all don't get it. Mm-hmm, okay. Because you have to receive it. But everything that God needs to do is already done. Y'all missing it. Everything that God needs to do is already done. This is why you got to know your purpose. You're trying to function outside of your purpose. But God's stuff is already done. In, in God's book, your life is already done. Just like he knew that I, he knew my heart before. He knew he could count on me. He knew he could put me before you and I wouldn't use you. He knew my heart for you people. He knew this before. Because it was already done. That's why he can prophesy. I know. Have you trusted my servant, Rod? Go ahead. I know it's already done. You know why? Because someone prayed for me. Oh, y'all missing this. Y'all, I'm almost, I'm almost there. Hold on. Woo, we almost there. I'm almost there. Y'all good? All right. You should be feeding now. Okay. All right, listen to this. It's already done, right? Jesus don't never got to go back to the cross again, right? Right. His work is complete and finished. Okay, 
but we have to do something now. Ain't that right? You need to keep it under. You need to crucify your flesh. So you know these things that you're praying about. See, you, you don't believe. You, if, if, I pray because I do believe. I'm not praying because I'm trying to believe. I pray because I do believe. Oh, my goodness. I believe it. Listen, I believe in his finished works. I pray. He said, pray that you believe that you have received. That's how I pray. I receive what he's already done. You got to line up your will to what's done. That's, that's what we're not doing. Okay, okay, almost finished. Okay. All right, here we go. Y'all should be good. This is, it's like real easy in here right now. The atmosphere is not thick. Oh, my goodness. So, you're praying about things that's already done in the heavenlies. But we need to move them to the earth realm. Ephesians 3. No, Ephesians 1 and 3, amplified. Watch this. Ready? Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 3. May blessing, praise, laudation, and eulogy be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual given by the Holy Spirit blessing. In the heavenly realm. That's where it's at. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Read the New King James. That might be too hard for some people. Read King James, New King James. Blessed be the God and Father mm -hmm. of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. In Christ. Oh my God. So your blessings are in Christ. That's why you have to be in Christ. So how many spiritual blessings have you been blessed with? Thank you. How many? Well, how come we act like we don't? How come we act like we're not? See, there's one thing to say something, but there's another to believe it. Him that come to me first, he said, you must believe. That I am. And that I am a rewarder for them that diligently. Relentless. Seek me. See, mm -mm, no, we're missing it. We're missing it. We're missing it. We're missing it. He's already blessed you. Mm, you got that right. bless you but they're in heaven so why don't you see it in your life because you have to move them from heaven to earth and to do that you're going to need power you're going to need dudamus dynamite you're going to need to blow up some things Y'all ain't. Mm -mm. 
The work. The work is done. But you have to release the power through prayer. Y'all ain't ready for this one. Y'all ain't ready for y'all better buckle up. Y'all ain't, y'all ain't ready. Ready. Watch this. Number three. Last and point three. God adds his fire to our prayers. God adds his, he adds his fire to our prayers. This is amazing truth. Go to Revelation 5. All I got, teacher, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. I'm done. Come on. They need this. They, you can't just be. You got to get this. I'm going to get in trouble, but y'all need this. They say, I need this. Tap her on the shoulder and say, I need this. Sing, thank you. Thank you. Woo. Thank you. Now you can't get mad at me. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you, Deja. Thank you, man. God going to bless you. <laughs> Woo. He already has. Shoot that. Come on now. Revelation 5. Come on, Revelation. Five and eight. <laughs> you ready? Revelations chapter five. New King James. In the New King James at verse eight. Now when he had taken the scroll, mm. the four living creatures and the 24 elders fell down before the lamb, each having a harp and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. Oh, okay. Hold on. You're going to push this together here. God adds his fire to our prayers. He, that when it said he right there, that's Jesus. Okay. According to the verse, what containers, what contains, um, what containers, what contains your prayers? Bowls, right? Full of incense. Which are the prayers of the saints. Follow this. Now, now jump to Revelation, since we're there in Revelation. Go to Revelation 8, 1. And these read fast now. Revelation 8 and 1. Uh... Yes, go ahead. Revelations chapter 8 and verse 1. When he opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven for about half an hour. Teacher hadn't got there yet. Y'all know, when she get to heaven, y'all know. It's going to be, she hadn't got there yet. So go ahead. Verse 2. <laughs> and I saw the seven angels who stand before God. Mm-hmm. And to them were given seven trumpets. Verse 3. Then another angel, having a golden censer, came and stood at the altar. He was given much incense that he should offer it with the prayers of all the saints upon the golden altar which was before the throne. Keep on. And the smoke of the incense 
with the prayers of the saints ascended before God from the angel's hand. Then the angel took the censer, filled it with fire from the altar, and threw it to the earth. And there were noises, thunderings, lightnings, and an earthquake. Did you see what your prayers? Once that fire is added to it, but they first must ascend. Y'all not, y'all not understanding. Oh, you got it. You got it. Wait, 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 wait. Uh-uh, uh-uh, y'all ain't ready. Y'all ain't ready. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Verse 5, listen. It moves from heaven to earth. The prayers affect the earth. If my people will call by my name, he said, I will heal their land. Y'all missing this. Y'all missing this. here, Here we go. He's saying... This is what he's saying also. Read verse 5. One more time. One more time. Verse 5. Verse 5. Then the angel took the censer, filled it with fire from the altar, and threw it to the earth. And there were noises, thunderings, lightnings, and an earthquake. Hold on. It says these bowls. And when these bowls get full, and the censer goes up to the throne of God. There is an angel there. His job is to add fire from the altar to your prayers. And throw them back down to the earth. This is the same fire that fell on Mount Carmel. This is the same fire that stood before Israel. It stood between Israel and Egypt. When they came out of Egypt. This is the same fire that fell on Pentecost. This is the same power that fell on Pentecost and the power of God. I got a question here. I got a question here tonight. I got a question right here. How full are your bowls? I need to know how full are your bowls? Oh, my God. Okay. You see why it's important? Y'all missing the whole point of prayer. You're missing it. We're missing it. Your prayers have a job. Man, y'all don't understand this. Y'all don't understand. Woo! This is my question. How full are your bowls? For your family. Mm-hmm. For your marriage. Oh, we can stop right there. How full are your bowls for your marriage? Or prayers? Mm-mm. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. How full are your bowls for your job? For your work? Oh, here's a big one. For your health. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. We all have these bowls in heaven. How much time do you spend in prayer over these areas of your life? Mm -mm 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 -mm. Think about that. If those bowls full, listen, if those bowls, how full, if if you could see them, if you could see those bowls right there, how full is the bowl for the man of God that you've been praying for? See, you don't understand this thing. Woo, y'all don't get this thing. Y'all don't get it. Woo! How full is that bowl? Woo! So, so your prayer for your husband has been, you've been pouring into that bowl. And then now when that bowl gets full, 
It spills over the angels and say, oh, I got to add fire to you. Now guess what he's going to do? He's going to show up from heaven to earth. Because of your prayers. Y'all missing it. It'll do it for you. 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 Hey, Ryan, how full are your prayers? How full is that bowl? He said, I bless you with all heavenly blessings. But that prayer is still in heaven. Then that prayer has warfare around it. But you won't come to prayer. You won't give your offering. You won't give your offering. Bowls empty. He said, when that prayer, when that thing gets full, when that bowl gets full, now I'm going to add fire to that, and I'm going to cast it down. Woo! And when they show up, it's going to be an earthquake. Caesar, y'all don't understand it. Y'all don't get it. Woo! Woo! How you give up on your marriage? Your bowl is empty. You have no idea what your prayer's about. You have no idea how effective your prayer. I'm waiting for that bowl to fill up, Mario. I'm waiting for that bowl to fill up, Dejan. You got to get some incense in that. You got to fill it up so it can overflow. Then he said, the angel, the angel come and say, oh, I'm going to add God's fire to that. Now I'm going to cast that down from heaven to earth. My God. Woo. Woo. My goodness. Oh, I bet y'all want to pray now. I bet you want to pray now. Fill it up, Yolanda. How? Fill it up for Paul. Fill it up. Jesus. Woo. To God Almighty. I'm done. Woo. 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 Sam, you better fill up that vow. You better fill up that bowl. My God, my God. Y'all saw it with Ani. You saw it with Ani. You saw it with her. Woo! Y'all missing it. You missing it. Happy. Go before God. Go before him for your husband. You go before God. Fill that vial up. Fill that bowl up. Fill it up. When that cup runneth over. Surely my cup runneth over. Y'all missing it. It's all in the Bible. Oh, he answered prayers. He answered prayers. He answered prayers. You need to fill it up. Fill me up. Come on. Till I overflow. Till I overflow. Y'all missing it. Y'all making a song out of it. Y'all don't even understand it. See, that's all that's happening, Star. That's all that's happening. Me and you have been touching and agreeing. See, that's all. That's all. That's all. See, now you know how to pray. Over your man of God and for your man of God or your woman of God. Stop looking at them. That's why God hates divorce because he's like, all you got to do is pray. Fill it up. So all you got to do is pray. The message is don't stop praying, die. The water's hot. It's coming. It's labeled hot water. Woo! It's labeled healing. 
Just keep praying. That's real faith. That's real faith. That's real faith. Woo! Y'all see what God doing in here? Oh! Woo! Now we're going to be effective in our prayer for the nation, for our communities, for the body of Christ, for our families, for health in our bodies. You're going to know how to pray now. Don't stop praying. Fill up that vow. Fill that bowl up. Let that bowl roll over. Stop letting it run over. Jesus. Woo. Rita, let it run over. Let it run over. Woo. Sarah, let it run over. Stop looking. Stop looking. Stop looking what it is. Stop looking what it is. Cindy, let it run over. Jesus, my God. Woo! The prayers of the righteous. It tremendous it yields tremendous power. Mm -mm, my God. My God. Woo! It's like it's like some of our, our, our forces are clogged up. Clogged up with, you know, sin clogs it up. Bitterness clogs it up. Not tithing, giving your offering clogs it up. You won't, he's already blessed you. He told you it's not his. He said, bring the offering to me. You can't bring him what's his. It's already his. You can't give him. You can't give him anything. It's his. The fullness of the earth, he said, and everything that dwells in it is his, including you. Woo! I'm sorry, teacher. I'm sorry. Oh, I bet y'all pray now. Y'all going to know how to pray. Stop looking at it. You're not supposed to look. You're supposed to speak. Fill it up. Come on now. Woo! It'll happen, won't it, honey? It'll happen, won't it? It'll happen, won't it? Stop. Mm. See, you keep yourself right and pure before God. He can't lie. Now, when he come, do what you've been taught. Fill it up, Keisha. Fill it up. Ryan, fill it up. Don't look at it. Woo! Good God Almighty. I'm done. <laughs> oh my God. Go ahead, teacher. I, you see, it was worth your weight, won't it? It was worth your weight, right? It was worth your weight. See, now you got some ammo. True ammo. I'm done. We couldn't leave here without that tonight. Glory to God. Glory to God. Next level faith, next level prayer. Next level faith and next level prayer. Teacher, when we all get together. See, when we get on that one accord, nothing will be held. Oneness. Jesus. Oneness. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you for manifesting yourself tonight. Thank you for your word, Father. Thank you for a way out, Lord God. Thank you for your wisdom. Thank you, Lord God, for your great counsel tonight, Father. Thank you for your Holy Spirit for leading and guiding us, Lord God, into truth tonight. We glorify you, Lord God. We raise your honor tonight in this place. We raise the honor towards our God tonight. 
be forever lifted up, Lord God. We thank you that you have heard our cries tonight, our great petition, our supplication, Father. Our heart, Lord God, our thirst and hunger for righteousness, Father, for right living and right saying. We glorify you, Father. Worthy is the Lamb of God. Worthy, worthy, worthy. Worthy is the Lamb of God. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Hallelujah. And we run and we don't get weary. Hallelujah, Jesus. Worthy, worthy is the Lamb of God. All power and honor and majesty belongs to you, Lord God. We glorify you in this place. We lift up holy hands and we say thank you for visiting us tonight. Thank you for your power, Lord God. Thank you for your love and your compassion for salvation that you've given us, Father. Worthy. Worthy. Lord God, you're so mindful of us. Oh, Lord, we love you. Thank you for the great refreshing tonight. Thank you, Lord God, for awakening us, Father, to righteousness. Awaken us back to prayer, which is, Lord God, our greatest weapon of warfare is prayer. The word of God in the mouth of the believer. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Ah, oh, we magnify you, Lord. We thank you. As the intercessors have prayed, thank you, Father. We cover them. We we cover we cover Minister Fee. We cover the prophetess. We thank you for their hearts of compassion for humanity that they would be able to see and hear the voice of God in prayer. We ask that their minds and, and their hearts are protected against the enemy for they stood in the gap between us and hell. So we thank you for that. We pray your blessings over them, Lord God. We ask that you refresh them in a special way. We ask that you restore them in a special way. We ask that you just breathe upon each and every one of us here tonight and those who are not able to come, Lord God. Breathe a fresh anointing, a fresh word, what you have to say individually to each and every one of us that will strengthen us and cause us to run with great endurance closer to the cross in our finishing race. We love you. That's just all I can continue to say is that we just love you. You are real to us. You are reality. You are our source. You are our everything. You are our all in all. Teach us, Lord God, how to love like you love. Teach us how to pray. Teach us, Lord God, to love one another to care deeply for each other for we are family we are kingdom family the greatest family that's known is a kingdom family we have sovereign power sovereign authority 
to speak what is not to be. So as we prepare to leave this place, just refresh our pastor. As he has poured out, Lord God, pour back into him, Father. Minister back to him, Lord God. We pray protection over his mind. We come against all dark forces of just antagonizing and attacking his mind when it comes to advancing the kingdom and carrying laboring for your people. We pray that he never grows weary or tired loving and being patient with the people of God. We thank you for his compassion. We pray for his strength and his endurance, his wisdom, which is your wisdom in Christ Jesus. We, we just lift them up before you tonight, Lord God. The shepherd of this house. So when he speaks, he speaks the word of God, void of his flesh, satisfying to our spirit, man. So we leave this place reluctantly because we enjoy this moment that we're in. But we say glory to the Lamb of God. Glory to the Lamb of God. Hosanna in the highest. Hosanna in the highest. Hosanna. Hosanna in the highest. Lamb of God. Great Jehovah. Our banner, our great hope. Our victory. It's in Jesus' name that we say amen.